welcome everyone to another episode of Church Talks. I've got one of the coolest people as a guest today. Uh, she is known as the Boardwalk Baker. Everyone welcome Miss Abby Carter to the pod. I am so excited to be here. Man, so I know that your name is Abigail, but you prefer to be called Abby, correct? Yeah, I'm pretty much down with um, either one. It's totally <laughs> up to you. Okay, well, you know, I call you Abby. Most people I know call you Abby, but then you signed on to this podcast recording as Abigail. So that's why I was like, is that your professional name? Yeah, that's like kind of how I think of it. It's like, if it's a professional setting, like if I'm shaking hands with someone, it's always, hi, my name is Abigail. But if it's like, um, you know, just a chill atmosphere or whatever it's abby so we can just go with abby yeah that's like me with my name being Catherine. but if it's going to be on a friend level it's like yo what's up i'm kiff right right it's like it just depends on the relationship i get it well look i think most people in the county that listen to my podcast they at least know of you they may not know you as abby or abigail but they know the boardwalk baker because they have probably tasted and seen that the cheesecake is good and I'm yeah, not trying to be sacrilegious so. on that. <laughs> but um, um, so. yeah, you make, you make cheesecake unlike anybody I've ever had. And so I don't really do sweets much. Um, I would prefer like fruit as a, as a sugar as opposed to something like artificial or like added sugar. Yeah. But cheesecake though, like cheesecake <laughs> and creme brulee. I mean, oh, creme brulee, you know, God. like give me that over like cake or cookies any day. So yeah, totally. Totally get that. And we'll talk more into the the depths of the cheesecake, but um, but yeah. So I do love your cheesecakes. You, and look, I'm just gonna tell you like your whole story. You have a food truck that (laughs) travels all over the state and beyond. Uh, and there's a schedule that people can find like on your social media. Um, but I want you instead of me trying to tell your own your, your business, I want you to tell maybe a 60 second snippet of what it is that you do on a day-in and day-out basis and, like, how you're using that to to serve people, to serve the community while fulfilling your own dreams. Yeah, so um, basically every day is literally a dream for me. Um, and that, that doesn't mean every day is, like, perfect um, by any means, but I just remember, you know, I used to want to do this, and so now I do and I run a food truck, and I, I make multiple stops, especially during the busy season, multiple stops um, a week, sometimes two stops a day. I also take custom orders, so I work on that sometimes if you don't see me on the truck. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I literally live the dream every day, and um, it's been a long time coming. It hasn't been, you know, an overnight thing, but, but just living the dream every day. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> Well, I don't even know how long I've known you, but it's it's been a minute. Um, yeah. You were still... I was trying to think of that the other day, but I really couldn't remember. Well, I mean, we've done stuff together that were, right. were church-related, but then yeah. I think maybe I first met you in Wentworth when you were still in high school, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you, you opened a mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just... Like, let me just say that again. You were in <laughs> high school... Yeah. And you started a business, like a brick and mortar yeah, uh, bakery. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. called 309 Aspen. Yeah. Yep. And yep. it was in Wentworth near the college, the high school, yeah. um, governmental it's, center. It's wild. It's like, wild. How did you do that? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea, really. Um, <laughs> the grace of God and my parents. I'll tell you wow. that right now. Um, yeah. It's so crazy to actually hear you say that because it's like, it's one of those things that feels like forever ago, but yesterday, but it also feels like it was just yesterday. Um, Cause so how old I actually, now? I'm 23 and I was at the time 17, I think yeah. I think I was 17. Yeah. At the time yeah. I was 17 um, and I was in early college. So my schedule was very non-traditional um, in terms mm-hmm. of when, what time I went to school and what time I got home. Um, but yeah, so I worked for the people that owned it before me, and then they kind of decided that they wanted to go a different route, and um, I always, always think it's funny, like, I used to have this Pinterest board, I mean, it's still there, um, 
it says it always <laughs> said future bakery and it was always just one of those things where like you go on pinterest and you create you know your future wedding or your future house or whatever yeah. and you have a board there was just all these things that you really think are cool okay well i didn't know at the time like when i created this i mean pinterest is not like a I don't think it's like a hopping thing anymore. I don't know. I could be out of touch with things. Um, but when when it was, I created this board and it it's like surreal that it actually came to fruition. You know, like it's wild. It really is. But um, yeah, senior year of high school, we put in a, it was actually the end of my junior year is when we actually took over the bakery Mm -hmm. um and we opened the summer following my junior year um so I graduated early my senior year so I had one more semester that I was running the business and doing school I was in like 19 credit hours I believe um because you know I was getting my associates and my diploma and let me let me just okay let me interrupt you 12 (laughs) is full-time correct yeah yeah. and you were taking 19 yeah yeah. well okay just yeah I know it, it screams crazy. What is this girl thinking? Um, and honestly, I went back and I'm like, I don't know how I did it. Like, I had no clue. Like, right? It was a lot. And I remember, you know, like there was a lot of times where, I mean, I still lived with my parents, obviously, and it's, my mom would wake up to go to work, and I would still be up from the night before doing schoolwork and just trying to get everything done. And then I'd sleep for maybe a couple hours, and usually I didn't have to be at school until like nine or ten. You know, and so I would sleep for a couple hours and then get up and go to school because um, we were fortunate enough to have a lady that opened the bakery for us um, in the mornings. So it was a lot of that um, for about six months straight. It was that every day. Um, and, you know, you look back and you're like, gosh, how did you do it? But I love what I do. And that's how I did it. Um, that, that's the just, that's the kicker right there. Yeah. Anybody and, can can get motivated by an outside source or get motivated by money or, yeah. you know, a retirement plan or, you know, the, the type of lifestyle type of luxury they want to, to live. Not like, okay, well, I have to do this, this, and this to attain this. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, when you love it, you don't need any outside motivation. It's like, I would right. do this for free. Now, obviously yep. you, you wouldn't. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I mean, I'm sure you do some things pro bono for like, you know, charities yeah, or whatever, but you gotta, sure, you gotta buy sure. the ingredients. You gotta pay your bills. Right, but yeah, right, but right. it makes such a difference when you love it. And it's so yeah. obvious when, when I see you doing what you do, it is so obvious that you do not dread it. You're not just there to, to check something off your box. Like your heart is in it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like going back to what you originally said about, you know, how do I use what I do for the betterment of the community? Well, I don't see this as like a job where I just show up and I just happen to feed you something sweet. No, like when I see you at that window, I want to know who you are. Like, I want to know what you're doing in the community. Like, I want to know you just like you want to know me nine times out of 10, you know? Yeah. And so I just want to make that connection. And I want to, like, I remember this so vividly, like when I was, when I had Aspen, I had a very, very loyal customer and her grandmother had just died and she came in and like, I was there to comfort her at that time. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it was my job. I wasn't there to serve her as serve her a piece of cake. You know, I was there to serve her in another aspect. And like, that's what I want my goal for my business to be is like, yeah, if you come to my window and you purchase for me, thank you so much. But I want to know you better than that. You know, like I want to know I want to know what's going on in your life. What do you do for a living? You know, do you have kids? Do you coach softball? Whatever, you know, like that's, I just want to know you. I, I love to get to know people and I love to see them at the window supporting my business. And I appreciate that. But it goes so much deeper for me than just serving you a piece of cheesecake at the window. Dude, like I'm hearing you say that. And we, we have, we have a similar faith foundation. Um, and I'm thinking about, I think it's Colossians 3.23 that says, like, whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're, whether you're serving cheesecakes or whether I'm, like, enrolling people in a Medicare plan or, like, checking their posture for a chiropractic screening or, right. you know, whatever, the stuff that I do, going to prison, going to rehab, like, whatever. It's like, that. that is a ministry. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you see 
like boardwalk baker as a ministry but ministry I'm just a, means to meet needs yeah, so you're yeah, meeting absolutely. lots of needs yeah i'm a firm believer that you do not have to be in a building to do ministry um i think you, it doesn't matter what job you're in you can find a way to love people um and and to show them a different aspect of life that they may not yeah. be familiar with and i mean it really boils down to just loving people you know absolutely. you you just love people and then it'll go from there you know um, oh, yeah. it'll it'll grow from there I mean, most of ministry happens outside of the building as far as like a, yeah. a church wall goes. So, um, and that, I mean, that can go for, for any business. I mean, obviously we do not, we do not work in an office right now. Um, you're right. very mobile with yours. Yep. I'm mobile with mine. So yep. we're not saying like, Hey, you have to come to me for me to serve you. Like I will come to where you are. Like, right. like you said, you know, I want to, to get in your world. I want to know who you are. I want to be in your space. And that just says so much of your character. Um, a lot of people can travel for, for work, but you know, like you said, your, yours, like your heart is for the people and to really know them and to feel connected with them. Uh, and that's, that's one of the things I love about you. So, um, I mean, you're a young female, small town, uh, entrepreneur, business owner, influencer. And it's crazy to think that you're only 23 and yeah. like just just what we talked about to this point is incredible but i know that it didn't just happen from like like you said your junior year to right now um i mean you went to new york i believe and wilmington yeah, lots of ups and downs um yeah walk, walk <laughs> us through is, the last like you know yeah. three or four years yeah so um wild um I think wild might even be an understatement um so when I first decided you know that I'm gonna go to culinary school so you know this was I had already had Aspen um we were two I think two or two and a half years in and I, I was like okay I've taught myself everything I know up until this point let's go get some formal training I love I love to learn, but I really love to learn about things that I, I'm very passionate about, um, as most people do. But I decided, you know, let's go to, to formal, get a formal education in this. I was working um, another job in addition to the bakery at that time um, that one of my customers, who is now one of my good friends, actually was my boss um, for that job. It's just crazy how everything um, intertwines, but yeah. back to the story. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to start looking, applying and, um, figure out what route I'm going to go. Well, I was so determined that New York city was where I was going. Um, I probably made in the year of 2019, I probably made about five or six trips between January and June probably January, uh, June or July to New York. Oh um, man. Driving? So once a month? No, oh, no, no, no. Just flew? <laughs> flew. Yeah. Okay. I could not, I could not do all that driving. Um, no. But yeah, so I went up, I toured the schools, um, I took the train up to Poughkeepsie to tour the Culinary Institute of America, which is the number one school. Um, I got accepted to all three of the ones that I looked at, looked at in New York City and in Poughkeepsie. Um, but after I like kind of, after I went six times, it took me six times to realize, um, (laughs) I was like, you know, this is a big, I mean, it's a big financial investment. Um, and it's one that like, I'm sure probably would have paid off maybe 10 years down the road. Um, but to go into a hundred to $150,000 of debt as an 18 year old, or 19 year old that's a tremendous amount of debt um and it's and I'm going it's not like I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer or some a career that's very highly paid um I was going into a career that was actually very lowly paid you know um Mm -hmm. you don't get paid very well doing this you have to love what you do um when you go to New York as a pastry chef you might make $20 an hour but when you look at the price of living in New York it doesn't compare um and so that was like really tough for me it was it was a lot of conversations had a lot of nights going I just don't know what to do um and so I had 
on my Facebook page a couple weeks ago, I think. I posted a picture where I was in my cap and gown and I had my HGTC shirt on. Yeah. And I, I kind of told the story of like, I took these graduation pictures because that's where I was going. And then I decided not to go. Um, <laughs> I decided not to go. That was probably 2018 is when I decided not to go. So I took a gap year. Um, and it all came back full circle. I actually got a call um, from the instructor down there, you know, and we were talking about me enrolling in the International Culinary Institute of Myrtle Beach. And all of this was happening while I was trying to decide what to do. Um, you know, I had already, at this point, I'd already put a deposit down for school and an apartment. Um, in New York? Yeah, in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I'm kind of committed to this, but committed to this, like, I don't yeah. know. It was, it was so many questions and so many decisions to make. And I mean, the time was taken down, like, you know how school works, you know, like, it's a semester thing. So if you don't decide in, in like June or July that you want to go in August, you gotta wait a whole six months. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I've got to make a decision, got to make a decision. Um, and so eventually I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to South Carolina. I'm going to go to Myrtle Beach and I'm going to just get my two years, um, my bacon and pastry arts degree there. And, you know, if I want to further my education, go get a bachelor's in this in New York, then I can do that. At least I'll have a foundation to where I can work through college. Um Needless to say, that plan didn't go as planned either. <laughs> but um, <laughs> a lot of my story is plans not going the way I wanted them to go. Um, yeah. And gosh, I could I couldn't imagine my life any different right now. Honestly, it's it's so crazy when you look back and you're like, wow, that really didn't go how I wanted it to go. But it's so good that it didn't. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard. It's really hard to get to that point um, because I mean there was just a lot of tears shed during those couple months in 2019 where I was like I've had this dream for for a while now and it's just not unfolding how I want it to unfold and so I was actually supposed to so fast forward just a little bit I've, I've now I've enrolled in South Carolina and I am about seven or eight months in this is March when the pandemic hit this March of 2020 I'm supposed to fly to New York to do an externship with the um, food stylist at the Today Show. <laughs> and yeah, I'm supposed to fly to New York. I think the world shut down somewhere around March 14th. Um, yeah. or that might have been my flight date. I don't know. But literally <laughs> the Friday of the week that the world just kind of came to a halt was when I was supposed to fly out. Oh, you want to talk about mad? Oh, I was so mad. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what are you, what do you mean I can't go? And my mom said, look, you're an adult. You can do what you want to do, but I'm going to advise you not to go because look at the way the world is right now. Like, just look at what's going on in New York. And New York was the hub. I mean, New York yeah. started, that's where everything came from, you know? And so I said, you know what? Fine. I'm not going to go. And I was bitter. I was so bitter. I was like, this sucks. Like, I have really, I was like, I've worked so hard, so hard for this. And I've been back and forth in communication with this lady. And I've just been trying so hard to get to New York. Like, I wanted to work in New York. Manhattan was it. Like, that's what yeah. I wanted to do. And another door just closed, just like that. And so I'm like, what the heck? And I mean, Looking back on it, I'm so grateful because if I had moved to New York and went to school, I would have graduated a week before. I would have walked the stage in Carnegie Hall a week before the pandemic hit. Uh. And I probably would have had a job opportunity of some sort that I was already lined up to take. And it would have just all crumbled. And then I would have been in all of this debt. I would have been in a city that I didn't know very many people a city that is being like totally torn apart by COVID-19. And yeah. I mean, at that time, a lot of people, you weren't able to travel, you know? Um, and so I couldn't have come back home to my family where the comfort zone was, you know, yeah. it would have been horrifying. I would have probably grown a lot as a person, but it would have been horrifying. <laughs> um, and I did, I couldn't see that at the moment. I was so focused on what's going on right now. You know, like I was like, why is this not working out for me right now? But 
as time goes on, you know, I went to culinary school at the beach and graduated in 2021. Um, and I mean, that just, that, that whole experience changed my life. Like, honestly, it's been, it was the best experience, like school experience I could have ever, ever dreamed of. I've met some amazing people. I learned so much more about life and being an adult. I think even probably more than I did about cooking, you know, oh, like wow. in baking. Yeah. Um, it's just That's like, awesome. it was incredible. I mean, there was, there was a reason why nothing else to that point worked out. And I'm so glad that it didn't because I wouldn't have had the experiences that I've had to date to make me the person and the, the, the baker that I am now, you know, um, I think that was a very long, that was a very long, long Hey, look, you're making my job easy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm giving you all the answers. I'm like, here we go. (laughs) Yes, just go ahead and say everything without even being asked. No, but that is, like, that's, that's what I asked. Like, I wanted the, I wanted the backstory because it's so easy to see where someone is now. Um, You know, they see the logo, they see the truck, but they have no idea like what it took to get here. And, you know, and I don't know that anybody when they're facing like doors shutting, (laughs) slamming (laughs) in their face, like, you know, rejection (laughs) letters, just, you know, what seems like just a no after a no after a no. I don't think it's possible for us to in that moment be like, you know, something's going to come of this. Of course, our on our best day. In our most clearly um, positive mental state, we may be able to say that. But it's like, do we really believe that? Or are we like, dang, this sucks. Like, I have put my heart into this. I have put money into this. I have set my hopes up on this. And now I do not know what's coming. Like, I I hope it works out. But (laughs) Right. And there was a point there where I was like, you know, maybe, maybe this career is just not for me. You know, like. And, and there was, there was a lot of that, actually. Um, I would be lying to you if I said there was only one point <laughs> where I said, oh, well. you know, maybe this is just not it. It's not working for me. So maybe this isn't it. And I mean, I'm glad that I didn't, if I had very good people around me that were like, Abby, you're just in a funk. Um, this is not the end of the world. Um, yeah, but it seemed like it to me because no after no after no or plan shattered after plan shattered after plan shattered just sucks you know and you're just like wait a minute what am I even doing you know like (laughs) is this what I'm supposed to be doing or is this not what I'm supposed to be doing like I don't know anymore um and things (laughs) just are so blurred and you're so caught up in the now you know and it's just like it you can't see anything but what's right in front of you you know and and it's hard it's yeah, and so the good thing is that you're going through this when you're young, right? And the, and the bad thing is that you're going through this when you're young. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you have you have your your youthful energy, and you know, I think sometimes as we get older, like, and it sucks to say this, but like as we get older, sometimes our dreams our dreams tend to to dwindle. Um, we don't oh, yeah, have absolutely. that same like zeal and passion as we did when we were mm-hmm. like you know teenager, college age, in our twenties. Um, so you have all of this like drive and energy and this passion for it. And at the same time, you're also like in a, in a good way, it's like, wow, but you still have the rest of your life in front of you. Like we're not promised tomorrow, but like in a, in a normal lifespan, if this falls through and God forbid, you have to do a complete career shift. Like a lot of people don't even start knowing who they are until they're 30 (laughs) in their thirties and you're only 23. So, like, you had pros and cons, like, working for you and against you. Oh, absolutely. Being, like, so young. And you're, like, you're talking, and I'm thinking, you have so much wisdom. <laughs> for for, you, for, for 23 years old. <laughs> yeah, Leo. Well, I mean, it's, you know, a, a huge testament to the way you were raised, um, the oh, support absolutely. system that, you know, your family, your parents, your sister, yeah. um, you know, shout for out sure. to Kristen. Like, she's incredible. Um, yeah, but sure. do you have any other siblings? just Kristen okay that's yeah. what I thought I was just I was <laughs> yeah like, yeah um but I mean I know that's been a huge support system for oh, you absolutely. and you know and just like you know your mom 
she was right and sometimes it, it sucks when your mom is so right uh right. when she discouraged <laughs> you from still going even though you're like yes you're an adult you can do this yeah uh but you know the wisdom of a mom that will kind of step in and try to see things right from a from a a, a higher vantage point of like hey let's well, long term she's got more life experience you know and and having yeah. someone tell you something that's got more life experience in the moment it may not be what you want to hear right um, but it's for the betterment of yourself as a whole and um it's hard to hear sometimes yeah so i mean let's just say like hypothetically speaking if the doors continued to be shut in front of your face and um and maybe you thought you know this this isn't my my calling like i'm going to just do a different career what was your backup plan like <laughs> what did you have a plan b career <laughs> No, <laughs> I had to make plan A work. Um, uh, no, I, yeah. I did not have a plan B. I, I mean, and no one's ever asked me that, honestly. Um, but no, I didn't have a plan B. I, um, let me rephrase that, actually. I did not have a sufficient plan B. There okay. were plenty of thoughts that were like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. But none sure. of them were like striking my fancy you know mm -hmm. um and so I was like ah, I just don't know this plan A's gotta work but I um I did <laughs> back to the mother thing she did make me get my bachelor's degree so I do have my bachelor's degree in business admin um so that obviously opens a lot of doors that you could there's a lot of paths you could you could go down with business admin oh, yeah. um but I was determined to not work an office job um I'm <laughs> just a, I'm such a hands-on person like I've got to be doing something I don't want to be sitting at a desk I want to be behind a computer screen that's not for me yeah. um and it might be the lifestyle for many people and that's great we've got to have people that that do do that job but it's not for me um and so I did not have plan b I have mm -hmm. plan a and that was it um now there were many moments where I was like okay you know maybe I could maybe if this really just isn't what I'm supposed to do, then maybe I'll go be a social worker. Um, hmm. That didn't, I, that didn't come to fruition either. Um, Cause clearly what I'm doing now, cause clearly I'm not doing <laughs> that right now. Um, but, but like, that was the only kind of concept of a, of a backup plan that I had. And it, I wouldn't even classify it as a plan B, you know, wow, um, yeah. it wasn't even, it was just a thought like it was a thought and that was it there was nothing more I didn't have a school picked out if I had a plan b I didn't have anything like nothing I didn't have a job that I wanted that was specific <laughs> you know nothing like it was plan a or we're starting over from the get-go <laughs> like I mean there was no plan b and that was probably not one of my wisest moments but you know well I mean now. there there's not not everybody has a, a dream when they're a kid, yeah. like, you know, to, to have a certain profession or whatever, but, but some right. do, um, like my sister, like as a kid, you know, she wanted to be a wife and a mom. And then when she got to be in her early teen years, um, she started taking pictures and just editing them, uh, for her MySpace, like on pick monkey or something yeah. like <laughs> it was yeah. just something very, very basic. And she honestly kind of gave it up for a while. And, um, and then my dad gifted her with uh, like an online course, like a year long thing with a, a camera. She well, awesome. literally almost let it expire because she just didn't think that she was going to be doing anything with it. Uh, and not to make this about my sister, but I mean, she is a very, very well-known, yeah. um, incredible wedding photographer. That has I've been seen her <laughs> I mean, she's, she's been featured in the yes. knot. She has gotten uh, flown out to Arizona and Ohio awesome. and I mean, multiple States for weddings. And literally it was just something that she kind of just like had in her back pocket, like, Oh, I just like to take pictures sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you know, she is definitely living that out uh, to the point of where, you know, she is the main income earner in her home. And yeah. like, how awesome is that? That it's, that not only is she fulfilling a dream, but she's financially taking care of, of the family where right. her kids can stay home, like with their dad and he's like a business part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and she's glorifying God in the process. Like she's her own boss, makes her right. own schedule. And these are all things that, that you have that are 
like luxuries. These are awesome yes. things, yes. but it also means there's a whole lot of work that is on you. Whereas oh, you don't right. have a boss to answer to like, Oh yeah. Just kind of like, this is, this is you or nothing. Yeah, you, absolutely. <laughs> you have to I make mean, your own schedule. <laughs> yeah. You have to make it work. Um, and that's probably one of the hardest things is like being an entrepreneur, the amount of self-discipline you have to have is astronomical. You can't always go out when your friends want to go out. You can't always attend what you want to attend. Um, but when you are sold out to the dream, it makes making those hard decisions of, you know, working instead of going out and having fun a little bit easier Um than if you were working for someone else um but yeah it's it's still hard sometimes and not like I don't have I don't go out and have fun but you do have to there there is a a point there where it's you really have to be self-disciplined to say I have to work you know because this is the dream that I'm going for and Mm -hmm. this is how I'm going to get there so and that brings up another question is you know you being that I hate to keep saying like, you know, you're young or whatever, but like, what is your, what is your long-term goal with this? Like, is this what you plan to do for the rest of your like working life until you retire? Um, or is this something that you're doing kind of to, to build up to X, Y, and Z, you know, what, like what's your long-term plan? So not that plans mean anything. (laughs) Right. Right. I have learned that I really can't make a plan. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't always work out anyways. I just spend way too much time making my own plan, you know? Um, but honestly, it's, it's crazy because over the past couple of years, I've like, when I went into culinary school, my plan was to be solely a cake decorator. Like I wanted to decorate cakes and that's all I wanted to do. Well, coming out of culinary school, I wanted to be a culinary educator. That's what I wanted to do. And that's what I saw myself doing. That was my long-term goal. Um, then, you know, going through that phase. And then now we're here with the food truck. And I don't know, I don't know where the long-term goal stands at the moment. It's It's more of like, several small things I would like to achieve over the course of my career um rather than one destination um you know like I would love to be on Food Network at some point I always joke and say you know I'd love to have an office above Chelsea Market in New York City working for for um Food Network but we know how the New York City thing goes right now so I'm not banking (laughs) on that one too much um like you really want to go to New York City okay we get it at some point I want to live there it could be for two months but I just want to say I live there you know yeah um but but I'm not banking on that too much because I know how the New York thing goes for me and you just say I'm not banking on that or banking on that banking on it Oh, oh, love a good dad joke. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, so I can't say like, you know, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm going to do something within this realm for the rest of my life because I've tried to do other things and they don't work out for me. Um, (laughs) Here's my story. A combination of things that don't work out for me that lead me to where I am today. That would be a nice that's, summary <laughs> of what's happened so far. That's beautiful. So <laughs> encouraging. I know, right? Because literally there's there's a whole lot of people that are still in that in that in between, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And then to hear you like say, Man, I'm so glad that this didn't happen. And I'm so glad sure. that this door was like, shut because was. now I couldn't imagine my life, you know, any yeah. other way. And I've heard that from yeah. so many people in, in various yeah. things. So it's just like and it's, it's like, so full of hope. Yeah, and like my, I have always had this constant. And I mean, it's not, it's not anything that I've pinned. Like it's, it's well known. The best yeah. is always yet to come. Yeah, the best is always yet to come, and I have to constantly remind myself of that. When things don't go my way, or when the plan doesn't come to fruition, I know that it's not the end of the world. And this was not. I didn't start out like this. I didn't have this mindset from the get go. But I know now it's not the end of the world. You know, yes, feel what you feel in the moment, 
and have a little mental breakdown and cry your tears, but you can't wallow in that because the best is yet to come. Would you also say that it may get worse before it gets better? Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> that's absolutely. still, those, those two <laughs> statements still can be true yeah. together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. okay. You, you have to go through some tough things to get to the good things. And I think I really realized that over maybe I would even say the last year. Um, is that I really realized that the tough things are what make you or, or what prepare you for the good things. Mm. They make you the person that you need to be to fully engulf the good. That's good. That's good. I mean, because that, that could be, I mean, yeah. that could be immaturity, humility, yeah, work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything. Right. I mean, just the, the ability to handle mm-hmm. what could be a huge blessing. Whereas if it yeah. was just handed to you at the beginning, you wouldn't have appreciated it and right. valued it and respected it as much as, you know, if you had to work really hard and wait and be Absolutely. patient. So that's good stuff. Yeah, it, it does. It takes a lot of waiting. Um, a lot of waiting, a lot of being patient, and a lot of just really trying to focus on what the point that you're at right now is teaching you, you know, um, just like I've worked several jobs that I wasn't happy in, you know, I had to, I had to do that to make, to do what I, to get where I needed to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you look back at it and you're like, yeah, I didn't really understand the purpose of that at that point. But you look back at it now and you're like, okay. I know that that job, although it wasn't the best for me personally, and I didn't fit that job, I know that it really helped me in this area to, to be the best at what I'm doing now, you know, and it really helps me grow into the person that I am now. And Mm -hmm. it really helps you when the best does get to you, you know? Yeah. I I have, I have a couple of of things that have stuck out to me, like when you're talking, I don't know which one to ask first or how it would, (laughs) how it would follow up, but I'm I'm thinking of of people that are are listening and either they are wanting to start a business and it it may not Mm -hmm. be a food truck business or, you know, in the, in the bakery culinary department, but, um, but something where, you know, they're young and maybe they're specifically uh, a woman and Mm -hmm. there are, I mean, we don't want to, want to talk about like the the different challenges like we want equality but there are different obstacles that that women face uh, as opposed to to men I mean pay is one thing Mm -hmm. work ethic um you know just being being accepted whether it's into a school or uh like into the professional world it's just Mm -hmm. different so maybe specifically if there's a if there's a young girl say a teenage girl that has huge dreams um she's got passions she's got what you know what she believes to be is a is a calling and a gifting on her life and it's going to require a lot of like you said discipline um motivation work ethic it could be you know foregoing a lot of a you know social social Mm -hmm. life you know whatever even if it's just temporary um to get her to where she wants to be like what are just a couple of of things that you would say hey like this is something that i wish i would have heard like this is something that I like encouragement I wish I would have gotten because it would have made things a little easier and also this yeah. is something that I've learned on my own that I want to pass on and give advice to somebody else yeah for sure well I think there's like a couple of different avenues that I can answer that question um but first if I had to give you a piece of advice surround yourself with those people that are the doers and nine times out of ten they're going to be older than you and mm-hmm. um they're going to be you know, if you're 18 or 19 or whatever, they're going to be probably 35 or 40, but learn from them. Take in everything you possibly can because it's going to be beneficial in the long run. You know, you really need to surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. And that may not, they may not be doing the, the avenue. They may not be in the avenue of entrepreneurship that you want to focus on, but they may be really good entrepreneurs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's very important. But also, like, if someone had told me, I just, there's so many, there's so many little nuggets of wisdom that I wish that, that, you know, somebody would have said to me, but I think pushing through the hard, when I say 
hard. I'm not just saying like physically hard, but it's going to be mentally hard. Oh yeah. As well as financially hard. Um, in addition to physically hard, sometimes pushing through that makes it so much more worth it. Um, it gives you a whole new concept or grasp on gratefulness. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard to do that. It's really, you know, like like you said, you have to be self-disciplined for it. But if someone would have said, you know, just keep pushing through it, just keep pushing through it, just keep pushing through it, I would have loved to have heard that a little bit more because I had to tell myself that, you know, like I had to say, you know, look, this is, it's, you got to do it. You just got to do it. But to hear it from other people, is way more encouraging than you just telling yourself, you know, and to, to, for other people to see what you're doing and see what you're going through and to tell you that just, Hey, keep going, keep doing it, keep doing it. You know, it, it's, it's holds a little bit more weight, I think, because sometimes we doubt what we tell ourselves, you know, oh, yeah. we, we may tell ourselves just keep doing it, but gosh, can I really keep doing it? You know, but right. when other people step in and give you that advice, it's, it's really big. Um, and it makes makes an impact I hope that That's answers awesome. your question <laughs> yeah no that was that was perfect and the, like the more I thought about it I was like actually the the two questions I asked they actually could have the same answer yeah um, so what like what do you wish someone would have told you and then what have you learned on your own so that that's probably the oh, same no. thing I think yeah. that's incredible it's so much of life uh I mean it, it just our day-to-day life will be better and healthier and stronger for us if it is surrounded by people that know more than we do, that have more experience, that have more wisdom. Um, You know, like you said, somebody that's twice our age, like I love that I work with people that are retired. I just want to sit and and just listen to their stories, even though they're completely different from mine. Like I don't want to do what they did, but it's just like, man, the the wisdom is just so rich. The the wisdom is so rich. That is such a good statement. Like it's just, when you actually take the time now, and I don't think at 18 or 19, I would have this mindset, probably not even 20, pushing 21. I don't know that I would have this mindset, but now at 23, I want to soak up every bit of wisdom from any older person than me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like anybody that wants to sit down and tell me a story, there's something I can get out of it, you know? Shoot, if you get them a piece of cheesecake, they'll sit down with you anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. I Be know. like conversations for cheesecake. There we go. That's our that's our barter. Yes. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I could talk I could talk to older people all day long and learn just so much. It, it just I love it, dude. I I love it too. Well, we are we're wrapping up this episode, and I've got a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Yeah, uh, but is there anything else that that we have not touched on that you want to say before we get into the rapid fire? Ah, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think we've we've had a lot in <laughs> the last forty some minutes or whatever. Um, yes, it's been a lot. Well, I just I appreciate you, and I know that yeah. we like we could have talked about a myriad of things because there's so much more to your life than just your current profession. But obviously, that is um, a huge, you know, that's the only plan right. A. <laughs> that yeah, is plan it's A. It's and, uh, and it's just, it's, it's a huge impact to our community. And I love that, that we can serve together, um, like specifically with the Reesville Chamber of Commerce and you won an, an award. Was it the, um, oh gosh, was it the small business of the year? Yes. Is that right. what it was? You won that for 2022, yes. like at the awards yes. ceremony. So, God, so proud of you. So freaking proud of you. Um, Ambassador of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gonna talk about that though. No. Yeah, but this is, hey, this is your episode. Let's celebrate you too. Right. You need to no. be celebrated. It is it was a huge honor. So uh so to be celebrated alongside each other, that was just it it was beautiful. I love I love what the chamber is doing for the community and for the businesses and um of course we just want to serve people as well. Yes. But absolutely. so a couple of um Rapid fire questions. Okay. What is your favorite thing to bake? And don't just say cheesecake. If it is cheesecake, what's the specific flavor that you prefer? It's not cheesecake. I like to make breads. Oh, like any bread or like sourdough? Specifically like croissants. Okay. Yeah. And you you sell those too? Yeah, I do sell them. It's so labor intensive, but I love it. 
Okay. It's like one of those tough loves, you know, it's like huh? you work so hard for it that you, it's just so gratifying when you're done. Oh man. I did not know that. <laughs> I, I really, I try to not eat bread, but sometimes I will splurge for like chicken salad on a croissant or something. So okay, I'm, I'm keeping that point. in mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what is an unpopular opinion that you have? Oh gosh, that's hard. An unpopular opinion. Mm. This is like crazy, but peanut butter and jelly sandwiches aren't that good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want more of like a, a deep answer to that? No, that was good. So, are you more of like a peanut butter and honey, or peanut butter no, and banana? No, no. You're no, just like no, no. No, peanut butter with nothing. <laughs> I don't really eat peanut butter in any sandwich. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Reese cups, but I will not eat a peanut butter and jelly. The only time that I've ever had this short story, the only time I've ever had a peanut butter and jelly that I really liked is when you get those ones that are like already frozen. Oh, the um, uncrustables. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, (laughs) Um, when you get that, and one time I was working at a bakery over in Greensboro, and one of my friends, who she was my coworker at the time, but she's a friend of mine now. she saw this thing, I guess it was on TikTok or, or Facebook or something, and you deep fry it and you roll it in cinnamon sugar. Okay, now that was good. What? But it's not practical that I could eat that every day. So, yeah, oh, it's man. really good. It is really good. You should that sounds try good. it. Does it have a name? You haven't. I, no, it doesn't have no. a name. It's just like oh. you take the little Uncrustables and you, you heat up your oil and you fry it and get it nice and brown and crispy. And then you roll it in cinnamon sugar, and it is so good. It's really good. Okay. But, like, I will not eat a traditional peanut butter and jelly. Like, even growing up, like, I do not, did not eat that. Mm. All right. But everybody Noted. it's so good. It's not for me. Right. I mean, I don't opinion. particularly eat them either. I do enjoy, like, peanut butter and jelly toast, like, where you just toast the bread with some butter, and then you spread the stuff ah. on top of it, like, open face. But, again, yeah. that was, like, pre-me- uh, not doing bread <laughs> so, <laughs> gotcha, um, gotcha. yeah so next question do you know your enneagram number oh um i used to be a two wing three that okay. was the last one i took yeah. i can absolutely see that and yeah. what is the last thing that made you cry sent me this video this morning of a horse that was trying to make friends with another horse and they were in the stall beside each other and the horses just <laughs> one of them was so rejecting and then he finally came and he just like licked him on the face and I was like oh my god that's so cute <laughs> so, like, it, was just, it was this whole emotional moment like you, you cried so over dramatic <laughs> Okay, this is this. Um, this this will show how how little I'm around horses. When you said stall, I thought you meant the bathroom stall. So (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 I'm like so. Here's the joke: two horses walk into a bathroom, and (laughs) wow. Okay, yeah, Um, it was just so sweet. That is amazing. That you cried over a horse licking another horse's face. Um, well, <laughs> when you say it like that, it <laughs> sounds terrible. Well, all right, last question. Oh, no, you absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> You're Look, not wrong. It's okay. It's okay. We all have, we all have problems. It's all right. We go to therapy. Or I do. I don't know if you do. <laughs> I can recommend some good therapists. <laughs> Probably should. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Last question. If you could be remembered in one word, like, what would you want to be remembered as? It's like all the words just left my mind. Like, any word that I knew, <laughs> it, it left. Um. Okay, let me see. I think I would go with something so generic as, uh, I want to say, like, like, loving. Okay. You know, but, like, it's so much more than that like I don't know there's a word to describe it hey we can go with loving yeah love love encapsulates a whole lot it does it does that is true that is true that's fine we'll go with that loving 
Abigail. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Abby, loving Abby. Man, <laughs> you're incredible. Well, Abby, thank you're you so incredible. much. Thank you for being on this episode and Absolutely. thank you for being in my life. Uh, thank Heck you for yeah. being a friend and a fellow uh, business owner and yeah. Chamber of Commerce member and all the things that I mean you're just you're just a beautiful person inside and out and I appreciate you. You are too and I'm so glad that that our paths have crossed and um we get to do this crazy life together, you know. Man, I love it. All right, anything else you want to say before we before we sign off? No, I think um I think that's the, the best gist of my story that I can give. That's beautiful. Well, everybody, go find the Boardwalk Baker on social media. She's probably on everything. Instagram, Facebook. Um, are you on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get, <laughs> get her schedule. Go stalk the crap out of her food truck. Go get some cheesecake. I really like the banana pudding one. Ooh, um, good seller. Yeah, that's amazing. And and when you go there to her window, like, make her make a friend <laughs> make right. her a friend yes so, and, and, like if, to be your friend. and if you happen to tell like tell her that you listen to her podcast that would be really cool be like hey i listened to the podcast on church talks that I would make my day too out, but <laughs> she might even she might even give you like a two percent discount i don't know <laughs> hey, hey. i know hey look how about this put it on my tab if somebody if if somebody um <laughs> says that they listen to you on on my podcast, give them like a ten percent discount and charge it to me. We can do <laughs> it. We can do it. Awesome. All right, we're signing off. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.